Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Happy Monday night to you. I hope you had a tremendous weekend. I hope you loved all the football. I hope your team won in the playoffs. And if they weren't in the playoffs, I'm sorry. My bad. And if they were, I hope your team is not the Dallas Cowboys. Sorry. You knew it was only going to be a matter of time. But anyway, here's the deal. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for the next three hours. But this is a four-hour show. I get started 10 p.m. Eastern time, 7 p.m. Pacific, every single weeknight. That means Monday through Friday. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. And more importantly, I'm being joined by you. Everybody listening all over North America. So whether you're on the free Odyssey app, listening on your local affiliate, of which there are hundreds all over North America, or on a smart speaker or a Sirius XM 158, I'm thrilled that you're here. You want to holler at me, it's simple. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You can also contact me on social media at JR Sport Brief. And then Shep, how, how, do, how do they find you? It's the good Shepard underscore, right? You'd be correct, sir. Good. Congratulations. Here, if you missed the first hour of the show, you can hit rewind on the Odyssey app. We had an opportunity to talk about, unfortunately, the teams that have uh, have lost, the teams that have uh, nothing else to play for this season because they're on vacation, they've gone home. A team like the Buffalo Bills. They take on the Bengals, and Josh Allen, it's like Superman found the kryptonite, and Josh Allen cannot do it all. And he suffers. And the Bengals are going on to the AFC Championship game. We talked about him last hour. And Josh Allen, he had to give Bengals. He had to give the Bengals all the credit in the world. And he knows, yeah, we, the Bills, we stunk. Listen to this. You want to win all of them? It's the way it goes sometimes. Um, they, had a good, they had a good game plan. Credit to those guys. They came out. They played hard. Um, we just didn't have it today. Couldn't find it. I thought we moved the ball. Um, when we had some of our possessions, but the two early three and outs, um, just stalling throughout the throughout the game. 
That's you can't win football games that way. Yeah, Josh Allen is is planning his uh his beach vacation. I'm sure he will be on a beach somewhere. At least the Jacksonville Jaguars, they don't have to travel too far. They also lost to a one-legged man in the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes being that one-legged man with his high ankle sprain. At least Jacksonville is they haven't been here. With this quarterback, they haven't been here with this regime. They haven't been here with this head coach, Doug Peterson. And so Trevor Lawrence, he knows that there's a there's a silver lining about their future. You know, you worked so hard to get here and nobody thought we, we were going to be here. And, you know, we had our shot and that's what hurts, you know. So we'll be back. I'm, I'm confident in that. And this isn't this is this is more the beginning than it is the end of something. No, oh, it is. Bills lost, and Jaguars lost. The New York Giants were decimated. We don't need to hear from their asses right now. (laughs) And then there was the team that just lost in a big way. Then there's the team that just loses like they, they typically do. There was the team that has gone to seven straight divisional playoff matchups and hasn't won one seven straight games there's the team that hasn't been to an nfc title game since they won the super bowl in the 95 season at the top of 96 it's the dallas cowboys it's it's america's team i know i'm not i'm not piling on here i'm just i'm just telling the truth i'm not one of these jackasses who runs around in a cowboy's hat oh they're gonna choke they're gonna i don't care but it's just that they do. The last time Jerry Jones won a Super Bowl, he had uh, guys running the team. Uh, Jimmy Johnson, he wasn't selecting these guys. And Switzer comes on, and then Jerry Jones takes over, and uh, he increases the valuation. He builds Jerry's world, uh, AT&T Stadium. I've got a tour of that place, massive. But he doesn't know when to get the hell up on out the way. And so now he has a roster that I look at and I go, what are the Dallas Cowboys doing next? They lose to the 49ers 19-12. to Oh, my God, you know what type of game I was thinking it was going to be. Brett Maher is out there trying to, trying to kick extra points, and the first one gets blocked. God bless him for kicking two field goals. But, I mean, damn. Cowboys couldn't muster a thing. Dak Prescott is is throwing interceptions. And it's not like the 49ers had the greatest offensive game ever, but they had some big plays when it counts. What about Purdy to Kittle? And Purdy didn't have a great game. Kittle's showing why he's still one of the best tight ends in the game when you actually throw him the football. Christian McCaffrey finishing off that play. Their dude stepped up. And the Dallas Cowboys, they did what they do every year. They choke. I wonder how many people had to run into Best Buy. Shut. people still go to Best Buy. They get it from Amazon now. Oh, uh, the latter, Amazon, for sure. Yeah, Yeah. people were on Amazon today, and they were buying TVs in, in, in the Metroplex. I saw a million videos of people punching TVs, ripping them off their wall, uh, running over their TVs with trucks. I guess Amazon had a deal today with people very comfortable destroying their property. This is what the Dallas Cowboys make their fans do.
destruction of property, your own property? And wh- wh- where's the big shock? You know, I-, I like Dak Prescott as a quarterback, but here's the situation. Here's the deal. He's good. At times he can be very good. But he's not in that upper echelon. We all know that. And his decision-making is flawed. Sometimes it's like he, he, he thinks too much. He wants to turn the ball over. He wants to make the right play. He wants to, to, to make the right read. He's throwing a rock away to the wrong guy, holding on for it for too long. And so what is this? This is what the Dallas Cowboys are destined to with Dak Prescott. He said it as much after the game. What is he going to do, run from the fact he's supposed to hide from it? Dak Prescott knows he can't give the football to the other team. Can't happen. Uh, and the number that that has gotten to is, is ridiculous. Um, and uh, I can promise that it'll never, the number will never be this again. I can promise that. What? This man, this man just promised he's not going to turn. What is he going to do? Is he going to take Tom Brady's brain and implant it into his own head? He threw 15 interceptions this year. 15 of them. Let's keep in mind, he played 12 games. Well, how is he, how's he guaranteeing that we won't see this again? It's not like, I don't know, Amari Cooper is, is coming back. It's not like Randy Moss is, is, is going to get a time machine and is going to end up on the Cowboys. This is not, it's not how this works. You got to figure out the run game. Poor Pollard broke his leg yesterday. Ezekiel Elliott only had 26 yards on the ground. Offensive line has been in transition. And the Dallas Cowboys with an improved defense a couple of years ago, historically bad defense, they're 12-5. and five. What are the Cowboys going to be next year with a New York Giants team? That, that'll probably continue to improve. What are the Cowboys going to do next year, go? 11 and 6. They're going to go back to the playoffs. Are they going to win another, I don't know, wild card round? They're going to beat the Bucks again? Well, probably not. They won't make it with no Tom Brady. They'll beat somebody and then get smacked out of the playoffs. The Dallas Cowboys are on a terrible treadmill. And treadmills suck. They do. You run in place looking at a screen. Who wants to do that? Nobody, not me. But that's where the Cowboys are, on a treadmill, created and bought by Jerry Jones. And we know he old as hell. He ain't getting on no treadmill. Someone who might be able to use one is Mike McCarthy. He's going to have plenty of time to exercise now. He doesn't have to prepare for nothing but the draft. Mike McCarthy. I don't know what the hell happened in that final play. Ezekiel Elliott center now, snapping a ball anyway. Mike McCarthy says this loss sucked. Obviously, just extremely disappointed. Um, you know, this is this has been an incredible journey. You know, with this with this group of men, and yeah, you know, we we just we came up came up short tonight to a, to a very good football team. Yeah, what else is new, man? Come on. I know you're still relatively new to the situation in Dallas, but let's be real. Well, what else is new? This is what happens with the Dallas Cowboys. 
And so does it does it really matter uh, who the coach is? Let's let's put Dan Quinn out there. Let's see what Dan Quinn has changed since he was the the leader of the Falcons. Let's not talk about what happened when he went to the Super Bowl. Let's forget about that. We can put me out there as head coach of the Cowboys. What am I going to do? Do what Jerry Jones tells me to do? And that what these guys do anyway? Because he's the boss, right? He's the football genius that has had so much success since really taking over the reins more than 30 years ago. Right? Jerry Jones was asked after the game, hey, what you going to do with Mike McCarthy? You going you gonna to fire him? This is what Jerry Jones said. Jerry, you said before the Tampa Bay game that nothing that happened that night could impact your thoughts on that coach Mike McCarthy. Does a result like this change anything in your mind with him? No. No. No, not at all. No, 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 not at all. No, no, no. He sounds like Nixon, by the way. Anyway. Can you trust what Jerry Jones says? I don't know if Jerry Jones always remembers what he says. No, 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 not at all. No, 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 not at all. No, 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 I'm not a crook. This is the same Jerry Jones who just last week was asked about his kicker who had a historically bad day, couldn't go out there and make a damn extra point to save his life. And right after the game, Jerry Jones wants to tell everybody, uh, no, we're not going to get rid of the kicker. And then a couple of days later, he's just, or the next day, hours later, he's just like, oh, yeah, well, look, we're going to take it day by day. And then they bring in a backup in case this guy sucks in practice. This is the same Jerry Jones who just about a year ago, prior to the season, all last year, had Mike McCarthy's ass on the hot seat by saying things like, well, Mike McCarthy knows he won't be the head coach for the whole year or he won't be Cowboys coach forever. Yeah, yeah, we know that. But why are you threatening the guy with, with, with Dan Quinn and Kellen Moore? What, what are you doing here? Jerry Jones can't run an NFL franchise like it's the Hunger Games. You can't throw the coaches out into a pit and see what they can do. What Jerry Jones needs to do is something that will never take place while he is in his right mind, of, which I'm sure he is right now, right? He's in his right mind. He needs to move on. He needs someone to help him actually run the football. He needs to take the money. He needs to continue to elevate the, the, the franchise and its valuation. He ain't selling, so it's not like he's going to see this money. It's for his family. But Jerry Jones has done a crap job. And so, yeah, sure, for this particular game, if you want to look at the Dallas Cowboys and, and their upside and what they can do and what they can't do, sure, you can blame Dak. Dak just blamed himself. Sure, you can blame Mike McCarthy. Is, is he the greatest of great head coaches? No, he's not. But you got to climb the flagpole. You got to look where the issues start. You got to look at the man who's working on the books. You got to look at the man who helps evaluate and makes final decisions on the talent. You got to look at the guy who writes the checks. You got to look at the guy who will not move out the way. And his name is Jerry Jones. And so what takes place next? 
with the Dallas Cowboys. What happens next for them to actually take that next step to, I don't know, an NFC championship game that they haven't seen since 1995? I'm afraid that Jerry Jones is going to have to go, somebody else got to do this. Somebody else has to help me, and it can't be his son. It may take five more years for that to take place. When Jerry Jones is 85 and 86, time is running out, and I'm sorry. Jerry Jones is his own worst enemy. He wants to see this team towards a championship. Well, he's still here, unless he's just going to live forever. I don't think he will. But I'm afraid he's in his own damn way. And he doesn't trust anybody else at this stage of his life to do it. And so I'm sorry, all my Cowboys fans who have destroyed their televisions, who have ripped them off of walls, who have punched them, who have run them over with Dodge pickup trucks, who have thrown them out of windows, who have scared their families with their fandom. I don't think it's going to get any better. I don't think it's going to get better until Jerry Jones is no longer running this damn team. Yeah. Blame Dak for right now. Tell me how bad Mike McCarthy is right now. Look upstairs. Look at a guy from from Arkansas. Look at the 80-year-old man who sits on a giant yacht and just can't get out of his own way blame jerry jones so how can dallas get over this hump how can they actually move past the divisional round tell jerry jones to take a hike oh wait five or six years it's the jr sport brief show here with you on cbs sports radio it's 855-212-4cbs it's 855-212-4cbs we'll talk about the eagles that's the nfc east team that's uh actually moving on to another uh, NFC championship game. We're going to get into Joe Burrow and his respect, but it's a simple question. The Dallas Cowboys are on a damn treadmill right now, and they are going nowhere. How can Dallas get over the hump? I told you what I think. I'm going to talk to you on the other side of the break. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. No, 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 not at all. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Wow, it's exciting talking to you, Mr. JR. You are clear, concise, accurate, and honest. I love listening to you. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. We know it. We know this. Uh, Dallas lost again. The 49ers are are going back to another NFC Championship game. They're going to take on the Eagles. We have uh, (laughs) 
Well, we do know when the Cowboys went last at 95. 1995. The Dallas Cowboys have advanced to the divisional round of the playoffs seven times. They've lost all seven times the last time they've been. Seven-game losing streak. They got to figure out what's going on with the run game. You know, uh, Dak Prescott is turning the ball over. He doesn't have necessarily the same wide receiver weapons he had a couple of seasons ago. Cooper is in in Cleveland. Uh, Mike McCarthy is okay as a head coach, but he, he ain't the best. I mean, some of his clock management make you scratch your head. So what do they do? I will assume the Dallas Cowboys will be good enough to make the playoffs again next year. But what are we expecting that's going to be different with the same personnel for the most part? Nothing. And so how does Dallas get over the hump? They don't. They're in stasis. They're in in football purgatory. They're in NFL purgatory with Jerry Jones leading the way. He's the problem, folks. We can look at individual games and coaching decisions and and Dak Prescott decisions, holding on to the ball forever and throwing it to you or me or the guy in the eighth row. It's Sherry Jones, folks. Come on. And sure, we don't know what would happen in an alternate universe. What would happen if they had a legitimate GM? Jerry Jones just has to have his hands all over things. And since he has had his hands all over things, they've been good. Not good enough to win. So they snake bitten? Where's Jerry Jones in the way? I'll go for the latter. The old man GM who's a billionaire is in the way. What say you? 855-212-4CBS. It's 855 212 for CBS. Sam is calling from Wisconsin. Hello? Yes, Sam, you would happen to be live on the radio, Sam. Go ahead. Okay, yeah. Uh, McCarthy is just a puppet for uh, Jones down there, and McCarthy is weak enough to just be okay with that, you know? That's why the Cowboys would never get like Sean Payton. Sean Payton would want a lot more control, and that's why Sean Payton would not go to the Cowboys to be Jerry Jones's puppet, you know. And that's yeah, you you're right that Jones is the whole problem for the Cowboys. The expectations are always way too high for the Cowboys because uh, Jones talks a lot of BS, and he's not a football guy. Anybody tries to run the football team. That's the whole Cowboys problem right there. I'm really surprised that game with 49ers was as close as it was because I think the 49ers have a lot more talent, and uh, Purdy is playing great uh, for for a rookie, you know, has well, a lot of poise. There's, 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 there does need to be uh, some credit, and thank you, Sam, for calling from Wisconsin. you, you got to give their, their defense some credit. Okay, this is not a complete wash of a Dallas Cowboys season. The Dallas Cowboys are not a bad football team. Now, having said that, 
they are not living up to expectations. And I'm not specifically talking about the expectations of a rabid fan base who swears up and down that, or segments of it who think that every year is their year or every year that they go to the Super Bowl. They, they're not getting over that hump. They've made a commitment here to Dak. You just heard Jerry Jones, the man who's was, was kind of sounding wishy-washy on Mike McCarthy a year ago, and now he's saying he'll be back next season. This is the same Jerry Jones who looked at, at Jason Garrett, and I don't know, maybe Jason Garrett had naked pictures of Jerry Jones. That makes me shudder even saying or thinking about it, but how the hell did this man keep his job for so long? And so you look at some of the decisions that are made where typically somebody else in the room would go, yeah, nah, it's it's time to do this, or it's time to go in a different direction. I, I really think Jerry Jones is, he's overly eager. He's scared, and so he ain't giving nothing up. Not a damn thing. David's calling from Pittsburgh. Hey, JR, thanks for taking the call. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more with what you're saying because I look at Jerry Jones, and I don't like giving him credit for anything, but he makes P.T. Barnum look like a Boy Scout. And as far as you saying, everything you're saying is right on the money with him. But why would he get out of the way? He, he's perpetuating the big con. You've said about being to the stadium and how nice it is. He's made all that money, yeah, through TV. I get that, obviously. But he's made all that coin off the back of the Cowboy fans. And they are so mesmerized with the brand that the only thing that I could even think that would get his attention if season ticket holders, if if next year you had a bunch of no-shows at the games. And even then, he doesn't care because he's made his money. But you're 100% right. You don't Nothing's think... going to change till he's gone. You don't think Jerry Jones wants to win, though? You think he's, he's uh, more so about the money first? He's How much more money is he going to make in his 80 years? What is he going to yeah. do, go on a hot date with a 25-year-old? Yeah, I, you know, that I, I, that I don't know. But, but okay. again, I, I, I just don't see him changing anything. Why would he? I, I mean, no. I just think he's running the big con on the Cowboy fans, and that's unfortunate. Well, I don't, well, well, thank you, David. I don't think it's a, a big con for, for Jerry Jones. The man's made his money. Unless he ends up in a Robert Sarver, uh, the man who will not be named for the Washington Commanders, unless he ends up like, uh, what, what, was a, what was a Clippers owner, Chef? Sterling? Yes, yeah, Donald Sterling. Yes. And, and Jerry Jones was close. A couple of months ago, people were like, hey, what were you doing when you were a kid? You know, uh, trying to keep the, the, the black kids out of school. He says, oh, I was just standing there. So, look, Jerry Jones is not going anywhere. And you're 100% correct. Why would he? I'm not going to say that this man ran a con. Jerry Jones has helped build the Dallas Cowboys into the most valuable sports franchise on earth. Over the past several years, he's been able to do that through his stadium, through the concessions business, and it's not just so much about TV contracts. He's been able to build the Dallas Cowboys up into a moneymaker for himself. What is going to take place for Jerry Jones at 80 years old that's ultimately magically going to change his life? Yeah, sure, he can make more money. I think he's certainly on a path to doing so as he has, but I don't think he's done it with the intent of, well, let me steal these dumbass Cowboys fans' money and, and just put an okay team on the field and uh, 
you know, try to win a Super Bowl. And if we don't, we don't. No. This is a proud dude. And he knows people uh, talk crap about him. He knows how people feel about his team, about his franchise. I would think at this point in life, uh, yeah, when you, you've upped the team to a valuation of 8 to $9 billion, it will do nothing but continue to climb over the next several years. That Jerry Jones wants to win. But at the same time, it's like, hey, I, when you're in too deep and you don't let go, you're in too deep and you're, you're optimistic about what can do. You're in too deep and you continue to stay at the table rolling the dice. You dug yourself a hole. Maybe I can get out if I roll this dice again. That's where Jerry Jones is. And he just got everybody along for the ride with him at the table. And I mean, he's getting advice from his son. Come on now. This is bad. I'm never going to say Jerry Jones doesn't want to win, that he just wants to take money. What's he going to do with an extra couple billion? Buy a bigger yacht? Go on another vacation? What is he going to do with what he, he can't do already? You going to date Instagram models? What is Jerry Jones going to do with making another couple million dollars? Nothing. Even a billion. Nothing. He gets to impress other billionaires. Ooh, exciting. I got more billions than you. These 78-year-old guys arguing over money. Who cares? They do got pride about winning, though. He might be dumb about it, but I'm not going to say Jerry Jones doesn't want to win. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You know, these legacy franchises, they're they something else. Fan expectations is something else. Cowboy expectations and, and Laker expectations and, and Yankee expectations and Celtic expectations. When you're at the top, man, people expect a lot. Now, we're going to talk about what happened at the Lakers game, by the way. That was, that's funny. I know Dana White is, is hiding under a rock somewhere after he slapped his wife up, but uh, maybe he can promote Shannon Sharp and, uh, what's this guy's name, Steven Adams. That'd be an interesting fight to see. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to take more of your calls on the other side. 855-212-4CBS. We'll talk about the Lakers and that disaster from Friday night with the Grizzlies and Shannon Sharp. We're going to talk about Joe Burrow because Joe Burrow needs more of that stuff Aretha wanted. Uh, Respect. We'll talk about the New York Giants briefly because what's there to say about those losers? And then Mahomes. I hope he's getting treatment on his ankle right now. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. And we'll show love to the 49ers. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, JR, man? I want to first by saying uh, I love the show and thank you for keeping the show real on so many different topics. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. Yep, I'm just out here. Just keeping it real, I guess. Trying to enjoy the NFL playoffs just like everybody else. I don't don't got a horse in the race. I, I just want to see exciting games. 
I want to see competitive games. I want to see things that I've never seen before. I want to see competition. I want to see the best play the best. Now, having said that, we once again saw the worst of the, the Dallas Cowboys. And we got a bunch of callers, obviously, who have many thoughts about them. We will uh, get back to the Cowboys and we'll talk about Joe Burrow continuing to just show everybody that last year was no fluke. But right before we went to break, as we talked about just the growth of the Dallas Cowboys and just the growth of their valuation and and becoming the most valuable sports franchise on planet Earth, all sports, soccer, football included. It's tough being a, a top organization, right? It's tough being one of the uh, the best teams and, and, and having high expectations. It's tough. Go ahead and ask the Lakers. Ask, uh, ask the New York Yankees. Ask Boston. Ask the Celtics. You know, you can be good, but you ain't going to win forever. And so, you know, we brought up the Lakers briefly, and I'm, I'm sure by now you have seen Shannon Sharp at the Lakers game this past Friday get into it with Grizzlies players. Dylan Brooks, he's, he's yelling at him, oh, you can't guard LeBron. And Dylan Brooks is yelling at him, F you. And then Shannon Sharp is saying, come over here, say it to my face. And then Steven Adams, who looks like he breaks, I don't know, watermelons with his bare hands. You know, he's telling him to fight him and they got to move him. And it's it's ridiculous. This is what a basketball game sounded like this past Friday on ESPN. Listen. Never a dull moment in the NBA because after the buzzer sounded, there was a little bit of an incident here courtside at the Crypto.com Arena. Dylan Brooks was having words with Shannon Chart. And you see Steven Adams comes over to protect his guy along with the supporting cast. And then Shannon Sharp still talking. And T. Morant, John Morant's dad, comes over. Had an opportunity to talk to T. Morant. And he said, my, high, my blood pressure didn't go up a bit. Nothing but love and respect for Shannon Sharp. It's a bunch of guys talking a bunch of trash. And just silly, I mean, for it to get like that here at an NBA game. Uh, People were drinking on a Friday. I guess that's what happens. The Lakers did beat Memphis at home, 122 to 121. Memphis missed a a game-winning shot right in front of Shannon Sharp, who was allowed to sit in the seat. And I I give him credit. By the way, the Lakers won another basketball game against Portland uh, on Sunday night. LeBron James, he has 37 points like he's not 38 million years old. But then Shannon Sharp was on television today, and I give him credit because Shannon Sharp actually apologized. He apologized for like three minutes. So he apologized to everybody, but I don't know, it was your next-door neighbor. Apologized to the Lakers, LeBron. He apologized to the Grizzlies. He said, I'm not a perfect guy. The apology is so damn long, we ain't playing it here. Long. And I give him credit for doing so. I still think that uh, Steven Adams would beat his ass. I'm sorry. I don't care how old Shannon Sharp is or how strong he is. Steven Adams is like twice his size. Okay, fine. Steven Adams is taller, longer, but he's, he ain't no stiff. Well, Shannon Sharp's supposed to get inside his guard and, and hit him in the ribs? No. 
he wouldn't even probably reach. I guess he'd have to hit him in the ribs. Yeah, Stephen Adams probably wouldn't even let him get close. I'd pay to see the fight. Unfortunately, uh, somebody will have to book it in a video game. Shep, if they got into an octagon, would you take Shannon Sharp or Stephen Adams? I mean, you got to take Stephen Adams, youth, and he's got the length and the reach. Yeah, he probably kicked Shannon in the shins one time, and it'd be over. I got to tell you, though, JR, bad look for the Grizzlies that they allowed a 54-year-old Hall of Fame tight end to get in their heads like that and end their 12-game losing or winning streak. Well. They got rattled. M- maybe, potentially. I'm not going to say he uh, he was this, the, the deciding factor of the game. I will say this, and this is nothing new. We've seen this before. Who likes Dylan Brooks? He's like one of the most disliked guys in the NBA. Unless you root for Memphis. No, but no. Well, well, forget that. I'm not talking about the fan base. I'm speaking about overall. Got it. He, he's one of the most disliked guys in the league. The, the only dude who people probably can't stand more is Grayson Allen. Does anybody like Grayson Allen? No. I mean, I personally am waiting on somebody to, to punch him in the face, but nobody in the NBA punches anybody in the face anymore. Oh. So they did they did all this yapping and and squawking on Friday night just to have Shannon Sharp back in his seat, just to go play some more basketball, and for Shannon Sharp to now have to uh, apologize on Monday morning. Fight if you're gonna fight, fight. No, well, what do I know? Dray- Draymond uh, might dispute that notion, Jr. That no one punches anymore in the NBA. Well, he punched his own teammate. <laughs> right. When was the last time Draymond Green punched anybody? That's a, Besides that, I, I can't recall. When is the last time? The, when is the legitimate last time? I think Serge Ibaka, I don't even remember. He tried to swing on somebody and he missed. I, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about Marty Collins and, and Carmelo Anthony when he was with Denver. Right. Serge and James Johnson, right? Is that, was that real? James Johnson is like legit <laughs> MMA. He's like a fighter, fighter for real. He boxes MMA. He's a fighter, fighter. Nobody wants to fight him. But Serge is—I know Serge. Serge is a mild man, a nice guy. He will hurt somebody if he has to. He's one of the few dudes, maybe between him and if him and Bobby Portis got into it, well, they're teammates. But if they got into it, they would—they—they they would whoop ass. There'd be no holding anybody back. They swinging for real. But they, they ain't nobody trying to fight in the NBA anymore. It'd be nice if they did, but that'd be terrible for the league. Don't listen to me. 855-212-4CBS. I'm not an advocate for violence. Most times. Let's go ahead and hit these lines. Uh, we got Ralph from Miami. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Good afternoon, hey, Ralph, you're live. Happy New Year. Yeah, they, thank you, Ralph. Go this ahead. Is, this is my first time calling this year to you. So. Thanks. And I want to continue the conversation with Jerry Jones. I listened to most of the things that he said throughout last, throughout this year of football, and it sounds like Jerry Jones, like you mentioned, is the problem. If he doesn't sit down and just kind of doesn't have to show everybody that he's a for, for, smart football genius, because that's what he's trying to prove to everybody. He's a smart football genius, and that's the reason why he's making all those mistakes. If he doesn't want to basically be in that position, like you say all the time, let somebody get the blame. If, if you want to fire them, we understand why now. But if you if we are seeing every year we're not getting the result because of Jerry Jones, 
he has to understand. He has to sit down. He has to take a back seat, just like he likes to fire his people. He has to step down to also himself. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting though, and thank you, Ralph, for calling from Miami. It's not like Jerry Jones is. It's not like he's even seventy or sixty. Like he has a limited time. I don't know how long, but how long realistically do you see this man running the franchise? Until he has no breath left in his lungs, we don't know when that's coming. He could be here for another 20, 25 years for all I know. Or maybe putting salt on all those Egg McMuffins will do him in. We don't have any idea. And you know what? It's not even a matter of age. We got a lot of proud people running around who are are too smart to quit, right? They think too highly of themselves to get the hell up on out the way. And so whether Jerry Jones happens to be 80, 70, 60, 40, 50, 30, man, age, age doesn't know pride. It might help him hold on a little longer. It might help him decide to, I need to see things through. It's real hard to find a scenario in which he just says, all right, I'm out. Okay, I'm done. I'm handing over the reins, and I'm going to expect or hope someone to to take over. And I agree with one of our earlier callers. You going to bring in Sean Payton to, to, to just fix this? And Jerry Jones is supposed to, you know, put all of his hopes and dreams and, and aspirations at the hands of Sean Payton. If, if he was smart, he would, somebody. Because if you do something enough and you don't have success, what typically happens? You get fired. The only thing is Jerry Jones is the boss, and it's highly unlikely that he goes out and he fires himself. Good luck with that one. Not likely to happen. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to get to more of your calls. We got a lot of people with a lot of thoughts on Jerry Jones. We'll talk about him. And maybe there is a solution. Maybe maybe there's a solution you have that I don't. But they're on a treadmill going absolutely nowhere. Let's chalk them up for another 10-plus victories, give or take, next year. Let's put them back in the playoffs for another elimination. I'm going to take your calls on Jerry Jones. I'm going to talk to you about Joe Burrow. We'll get into the Giants. We'll talk about the Eagles. We'll talk about Purdy. You're going to have to do better the next game, right? we got a lot to do. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.